0: Venite, occidamus eum. Come, let us kill him. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You will, I am sure, have remarked that the very same phrase occurs in the lesson from the book of Genesis and in the Holy Gospel. Venite occidamus eum, said the brothers of Joseph. And in the mysterious parable recounted by our Lord to the princes of the high priests, and the Pharisees the same phrase is used lifted as it were from the account of Joseph's adventure come let us kill him these words are given us as a Prophecy of the Passion and Death of our Lord Jesus Christ. And Joseph is set before us today as a figure, as an image of the suffering Christ, of Christ betrayed by his own. And the whole Mass gives us the prayer of Joseph. And in giving us the prayer of Joseph, the whole Mass gives us today the prayer of Christ in his Passion. And this, beginning with the introit. The introit is not only the prayer of Christ in his Passion, it is also an announcement of his Resurrection. And so in the intro from Psalm 16, we hear Joseph praying, and we hear Christ praying. As for me, ego autem, as for me, I will appear before thy sight in justice. This is the prayer of Christ, the beloved Son. As for me, Father... I will appear before thy sight in justice. I shall be satisfied. I shall be filled full when thy glory shall appear. In this verse from Psalm 16, we are given the prayer of the heart of Jesus addressed to his Father. And when the prayer of Christ is given us through the sacred liturgy, it is given us that we might take it to heart, allow it to penetrate us so that his prayer fills us and comes little by little to replace all our own prayers, so that in the end it is no longer we who pray, but Christ who in us prays to his Father. And in the gradual, we heard the voice of Joseph. Joseph praying out of the pit into which he had been cast. We also hear the voice of Christ in his passion. In my trouble I cried to the Lord, and he heard me. O Lord, deliver my soul from wicked lips." and a deceitful tongue. In the mouth of Christ, in the heart of Christ, this prayer becomes, In my trouble, in my agony, I cried to the Father, and the Father heard me, O Father, Abba, deliver my soul from wicked lips, and a deceitful tongue. And so again, we are given the prayer of Christ. And, in a few moments, we shall sing the Offertory Antiphon. Again, the prayer of Joseph and the prayer of Christ. Look down, O Lord, to help me. You can hear Joseph. Joseph is, he's poor little Joseph. He's cast into the bottom of the pit and he's looking up with pleading eyes and crying out, Look down, O Lord, to help me. It's very vivid. Let them be confounded and ashamed together that seek after my soul. Soul, of course, uh, means life. Mm. That seek after my soul, to take it away. And again, look down, O Lord, to help me. Today we have one of the introits that are crafted after a certain pattern. Uh, today's uh, rather offertory antiphon, I, I meant to say. This offertory antiphon gives us uh, an opening phrase, which opening phrase is then repeated at the end of the antiphon. It's a way of saying this is really the most important part of the prayer. This is the cry from the heart, the cry that we are to make our own. And in the communion antiphon, the prayer passes from the first person singular to the first person plural. What's going on here? In the intro, in the gradual, in the offertory, we will have heard Joseph praying, and then Christ praying in his Passion. But in the Communion, no longer uh, do we find the first person singular, but rather the plural. Thou, O Lord, wilt preserve us, not me, and keep us from this generation forever. What has happened that we have this change from the first-person singular to the first-person plural. What happens at Holy Communion? We are united to Christ. And so the Communion antiphon gives voice to our prayer, united to the prayer of Christ, to the prayer of Christ united to the prayer of His Bride and Body, the Church, and to all the members of his body, united to him by sacramental Holy Communion. And so, no longer do we pray in the first person singular, it's the whole body of Christ that is mobilized in prayer in the Communion Antiphon. Thou, O Lord, wilt preserve us, for we belong to thy Son, and keep us For we are Christ's, and Christ is ours from this generation forever. And so does the liturgy of Advent lead us to lose our prayer in the prayer of Christ and to open our hearts to his prayer to the Father. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.